Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Available now from iHeart comes season two of The Restless Ones, presented by T-Mobile for Business. Join me, Jonathan Strickland, as I explore the ever-changing, rapidly developing technologies that are transforming industries overnight. From advancements in cloud and edge computing, software as a service, internet of things, and 5G, once again, I sit down with the world's most unconventional thinkers, the leaders at the intersection of technology and business to understand how they continue to thrive in a world of complex organizations and lightning fast technology. The Restless Ones is now available on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, 20 day fiance. Hello, I am child critic Sophia Alexandra. And I am child molester Miles Gray. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. I'm, this is what you get for fucking starting show with me. I don't I, fight oh, there. Oh, hold, okay, so hi. Welcome to 420 Day Fiance. And we'll get into what that show is. But if you've been listening to the show, you know the last episode. I came forward with a very personal tale about my interactions with a pen pal named Trent who lived in Arizona. And I sent a Caro sticker to as a token of friendship. So I would not just have an empty letter that only contained a letter. Just something. Just something you tangible. You tried to low dog him. By sending him a Caro's brand sticker when you claimed that you didn't have any and then you admitted that you did have some other stickers that you kept for yourself that were superior stickers, my honor. No, there's not superior. There's no way to gauge what's superior. You said they were yourself. I said to me personally, the other thing is uh, now, okay, my honor. Sorry (laughs) to the listeners. This is the first list. Spare one sticker if you love Trent so fucking much. now, while I commend your attempt to try and spin this into some kind of tale of me being greedy, um, in fact, I had sent this sticker unprovoked just to do something as a gesture. Now, I just would like to read from the court of public opinion at Just for the Socials, I stand with seven-year-old Miles of Gray. And what an amazing episode. Yes, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. And one thing. At TPT Snyder, children are angels, and she came after little Miles. Again, that is a law of this show. We all know that the children are from heaven, okay? Is we that why around. you drag the sparkly shoes of a little girl just two and episodes you know what? ago? No, that was actually four episodes, and rightly so. I am in Transylvania, okay? Yeah, so am I. <laughs> yeah, well, now you're going to be deeper, Anyway, I can't get deeper in seven year old. You're adult miles slandering, was... my honor, according to TPT Snyder. I appreciate the backup. <laughs> I set up the bat signal and you came to my aid. Your laugh haunts me. <laughs> oh my God, stop. I was giving a nice. Is that jet- what Trent's laugh sounded like? I would never know because it, we kept you it never on paper. Read in person, we never he was took like, it. Oh, there. you're not worth the meat because you sent me a Caro sticker. 
Well, one time he's like, uh, my grandma's sick and I think we're coming to California. Do you want to hang out? I said, yo, I don't fucking know you, bro. Get the fuck away from me. Oh my God, his grandma was sick. I'm joking. And you still <laughs> didn't forgive him this Karo thing? No, that never happened. Yeah. That's just- Maybe he had real shit going on, like his grandma's illness. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, we'll he's never like, know. Yeah, I. sorry I didn't give enough fucking praise to your caro sticker we'll my never grandma know. has lymphoma i know he did get some kind of presidential award at some point for was it for service. for for living through your bitch assness is that what the award oh, was for <laughs> yes uh welcome to 420 day fiance uh well what a hilarious podcast <laughs> this show is actually about 90 day fiance and not some weird childhood beef but sometimes it is and th- welcome <laughs> Yeah, actually, 420 Day Fiance is a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. Actually, we have Caro's in Arizona. Shut the fuck up. Caro's. I would have been so mad if someone sent me a sticker of a fucking Applebee's or a TGA Friday. Why would you get mad? You didn't ask for it. It's not a transaction. It's not a fucking transaction. Where do I put it? What am I telling people? I stand for a blooming oh, onion. What okay. is my life because I'm, of you? I'm getting now? a glimpse in what I, what I feel like your childhood home sounded like when you. What do I do with this? It's a sticker. <laughs> That's some shit a parent, Actually, like an overwhelmed think, parent. If says. you think Russians do stickers, <laughs> no, I don't. It's th- really only pragmatic shit. Stickers are really only. It's like just to label like kinds of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is diesel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what they're just purely utilitarian. Uh, anyway, uh, what do the rest of the intro because you got so sidetracked where I said the show and then you do the, your part just so we I can. already said my part. I oh, said, you did? yeah, I said it's oh. a podcast. We're discussing. You know what? I think show. I was such in a rage still. <laughs> And this is why we should just avoid this topic of conversation. And I'm sure we'll find something later on in the episode that will outrage me and you'll just be completely cruel about um but let's yes this show uh today we're talking about season two episode nine of the other way and the episode is entitled crossing the line which you are very familiar with um if if i remember everything about talking to you correctly sophia (laughs) i feel like you're mad that one time trent crossed the line according to you and oh. you're just upset that I am Team Trent. You're Team Trent. I know nothing pains me. You more didn't than have wait, aligning myself with what a man the f- named you didn't have Trent. to. You didn't have. There's no need to align yourself right now. Okay, that's then I that's take aggressive. It back. I just silently support. No, him. you just said that, and you know what, guys, this could be the last episode <laughs> of the show ever. No, I'll just replace you with Trent. <laughs> Um, I, well, if you could, if you could see what my heart felt like right now. Oh, Miles, no. Just take a bottle of Prosecco, Kirkland Signature Prosecco, (laughs) which I know you have plenty of empty ones lying around and just smash it on the ground because that's what my heart feels like. Oh, how dare you? (laughs) Miles. We like to have fun here. Don't you remember the heart of this podcast? I know. Just fun. 
by the end i'll be screaming calling you mom and shit and you're like what <laughs> is going on in here this is not nothing has been a, this you know what trent doesn't even speaking exist speaking of mom let's talk trent about trent is Ari an analog for your father miles that's what <gasps> it's like fight club for daddy issues i am wearing my daddy issues hoops so you always got them on blast um yes let's get into it ariella and, and baby baby binyam uh, you know what? Well, fuck, fuck, fuck them. I mean, like, whatever. Binium, you're gonna do what you gotta do. Ariella and whatever. Your mom, your mom is absolute trash. Here's my impression of Ariella's mom. Oh, oh. So you mean the hospital in Ethiopia isn't a complete shithole? Oh. Oh. Oh, you huh. guys have a NICU. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, wow. okay. So hey, anybody here steal the babies? Oh, no. oh, you got security? Well, huh. well, this country's got everything. I it's mean, the not hospital. what I thought based on the color of the skin of the people. This is crazy. Believe... I expected so much less. I hate her. The way she, or yes, her shock of just being like, so this is a functioning hospital where people are born every day in a country where people, the population is growing. Um, they're, okay, this is, wow. The the way she, it was just so uncomfortable because it just felt like this, you know, colonizer coming to like check on the status of their, like the hospital and everything is up to standard for them in case more people come of of their racial background and class and therefore it whatever it was just like it was so shitty and painful and um the thing that i thought was really cool that they didn't get enough into that i wish that they had Mm -hmm. is they talked about um all these things that they have like um oh like natural remedies yeah yeah like putting a sandbag that makes a certain part of your vagina constrict right or vulva and make it uterus like compression something yeah something was constricting and i would know more if they had done more of a segment on this but um yeah so blame yeah thank you exactly thanks tlc for nothing i'm just saying i wish i would have known more about about that that sounds really cool they're like this is a natural way that we stop bleeding or whatever and then there was this other thing of uh, sitting on the exercise ball and doing this very sensual rolling of the ball whining. with your vagina Dutty or whining, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and that also looked tight and apparently is really helpful. And I honestly just was like mad that all that we have is just like being injected with stuff and no one even does anything like that. No, because that takes like... I don't know. It's that's just how it is. It's it like, just yeah, it could be a tight combo, you know. It's nice to have the medicine as the backup. Trust me, I'm not someone that wants to give birth at my house because I don't trust that something won't go wrong. But I would love it if I, when I was in the hospital, there was some natural shit to go around. You know, it doesn't all but, have yeah, to be life hacks. Life hacks. You know, life hack my that, pussy. And then that one um, doctor was sort of like, yeah, you know, um, it's the third world, so people are just like, don't think. We don't have anything, but it's we're fine. We're doing okay here. There's nothing out of the ordinary. And it was just shitty because Janice was really going into it, like just being like, thank God, let's just get this out of the way so I can take Ariella back to New Jersey or wherever the fuck mm-hmm. they're from. Or isn't that what they're from? Like Princeton yeah. or some shit? Huge New Jersey so, vibes. So they got to like, you know, uh, it, but it goes well. And she's actually like, hey, you know, I can't, as much as I want to hate, 
I can't hate. Um, so things are pretty up to snuff here. So let's just uh, let's just keep it going. It and, also just uh, made me mad the way she phrased it too, because she was like, "As much as I wish I could say the facilities yeah. here are horrible." I'm like, so you would l- rather literally other mothers here have a really terrible time delivering just so you could take your fucking daughter home? Right. Get the fuck out. Stop saying stuff without thinking about it like that. Yeah. It's, um, you know, she she's still very transparent, though, about her, like, need and desire to sabotage their relationship. You know, she's kind of like, you know, like, I'll just, you know, just waiting for it, but... When they cut to the next scene, when they're going to go have coffee, she's like, I really, uh, damn, really was hoping I could have used that one to completely blow this relationship up and, and steal this child back to the, uh, to the States. But I guess we'll see what happens. And so she wants to grill baby uh, when they have their little sit down of coffee and popcorn and actually get to the bottom of like, what the fuck is going on with his wife? What is going on? Like, is there, are, are there things we need to know? Does he have secrets? Exactly. We don't know. Um, but you know, her first quest off the bat, she's just like, "Hey, so um, what the fuck happened with your wife? What's going on? Like, why won't she? Why don't you see your kid? Why did she take him back to America? Like, what's the story?" And this is where it gets a little bit dodgy because, like, she's being way too aggressive for mm-hmm. sure. But he's also not interested in telling her the truth in any way. No. So he's like, oh, we've seen this trick before. I don't understand what you're saying. It's like, no, you totally do. Right. He's yeah. like, oh, the language barrier. I'm like, convenient, convenient. There's no language barrier here. You fucking know exactly what she's talking about. You just don't want to say whatever it is that's happening because she's really confrontational and judgmental and you're scared of her. And honestly, I would be too. Yeah, I would be like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Honestly, can you get one of those translators that don't work? Let's do that. (laughs) The whole thing with that, he sort of phrases it like he talked to an old friend, um, which means fucked his ex, I think. That's my suspicion, at least based on like the trailer for the next episode or the preview when he's like doing this dance routine. And the <laughs> Janice is like, who's that other woman he's dancing with? And she's like, oh, that's his ex. <laughs> so, you know, there might be something there. Or if it really is as he would want it to seem, it was that like his she found a message from an old friend and then she jumps to the conclusion that something was not right and that's why she left with the child and blocked him on everything it makes no sense yeah you know but uh the story doesn't make sense and like the mom is just like wait a minute so did you cheat or did you not cheat and he never really like answered it he's like oh it's a language issue this is cheese I don't know cheese I don't really eat Uh, cheese no I don't eat meat I'm a vegetarian nope I don't eat meat Oh, oh! You want me to rhyme on the beat? No. Oh, wait. What's wrong with your cleats? Feet? Nah, I don't uh, wear those. That's oh, not. Oh, do me. I know how to greet? Okay. Hey, give me that rock. Yeet. So the real. <laughs> oh, that, that show a- Pete and Pete and Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, I was a huge fan. What was um the mermaid tattoo called that he had? Remember in Pete and Pete, he had a mermaid tattoo. Petunia. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not gonna remember. But that sounds about right. Yes, thank you, Internet. Show me. Uh, Petunia, thank you. Woo. All right, y'all. That's how I know. My grandchildren just check on me. Ask me that question when I'm 80. <laughs> Please listen back to my work. 
they're like, I really learned a lot about grandpa through these shitty things called podcasts. It was just like him and this other woman would smoke drugs and talk nonsense all day. Yes, that and was this other woman. Why wouldn't they call me a girl? Yes, that's why our family's doing so poorly now. <laughs> we can trace they're it back like, to this. They're like, oh, yeah, it's because grandpa's buried in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Right. Uh, anything else? Oh, the one thing that was interesting was watching Ari realize that she's an idiot and hadn't thought of a single fucking thing before getting into any of this. You know what I mean? The thing was, is, that's why I hated her already. I could tell right. she was like a super spoiled fucking kid. Yeah, and right. It was very annoying watching her just realize everything right there. Yeah. And also one thing that I thought was hilarious is that the mom was sleeping six inches away from their bed. Yeah. In her bed at the hotel. I was like, honestly, that's what you get. That's what right. you get for not fucking knowing anything or preparing anything. I that love that. That is yeah. what you get. <laughs> She's, it looks like a regular, it's such a great reveal. It's like, yeah, because my mom didn't like the apartments that baby found. So she had us move into the hotel and it's like that big bed. Them, and, she, and they're and like, like hey, kissing morning, to wake up. Yeah. Morning, baby. And then he's like, morning, mom. Fuck and it. And then the camera pans six inches over. Dude, Janice is like fully <laughs> dressed or some shit in bed. I don't know. She was very alert where it was like, oh, okay. She's like, I really love your chemistry. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to sniff your pillow later, baby. Oh, man. Oh, that boy. was so weird and awkward. And it's also weird to watch baby pretend like he doesn't know why his wife left. <laughs> is there really any is there any relationship where the wife leaves and takes their kid and you sincerely don't, don't know, know why like when you have a kid with somebody you try so hard to make that shit work like not that's always. the last thing you're gonna do is you're gonna leave hey, you're like this not is always so much work all right fine not always <laughs> both parents really give a fuck you know i'm like, saying about it moms, can happen okay dad oh, okay fucking fuck off yeah. right Dads fuck off all the time. Hey, moms can be fucked up too. Every parent can get it. Equal opportunity. Fucked up, but I'm saying dads fuck off all the time. They like just fuck off. Uh, They'll just leave. Says a woman with no dad. (laughs) Well, no, and you know, I would love to again. What do your hoop earrings say again? They do not say daddy issues if that's what you're asking. (laughs) They quite literally do. Okay, let's move on to Melissa and Tim because he's in Colombia. Because I love the way he respects the language. And we see that he gets a little uh, bilingual in the next episode fully. Uh, but he arrives. I with like his... it when a fucking dude tries, man. Do dude, it. it's just great when any of these assholes on this show bother to learn the other language rather than not be like, dude, happens. I don't know, speak English, man. I'm really. an American, Michael. I'm not Nigerian. Oh I'm not going to cook Michael. Nigerian food. Michael, Michael, I'm not respecting Nigerian customs. Michael, Michael, your mother is going to love crazy bread from Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Michael, I ordered a pizza, Michael. That would be a great way to get ads on this show. Stuffed like. crust, Michael. <laughs> Do you like stuffed crust? Nah, that's, yeah, it's like that's fucked. No but one she sucks that. in it. Like, it's not good. It's like, it feels very rubbery. But it's also anyway, like, why can't we have a thin crust pizza and also... You know, cheese sticks. It's like a pizzadilla. You know what I mean? You take like a quesadilla as like your pizza dough slice and then you put the toppings of pizza on top of that. Okay. Yeah, but quesadillas are dope and this sucks. Yeah, I know. Look, look. I'm just trying to brainstorm for new 
Papa John's, Papa Diaz, okay? <laughs> Mama Mia. Uh, so his I'm sorry, cat- that's a minus 10. Oh, it doesn't matter. You're canceled. She's going to give you a minus 10 cave. <laughs> I know the algorithm is just, it just shrugged. That's how you know. Yeah, it's we we've descended beyond it. I want to say that I like it that Melisa picked him up with two floofy dogs. Yeah, big they nice floofies. They were so floofies. And then she was sort of like, uh, he was the dog. She was like, yeah, this one's fat. And he was like, yeah, I gained a little weight too. And she was and like, it cuts yeah. To her and he, she's like, yeah, he really Ooh. did. He gained um, weight. I feel I'm just st- trying to act like I'm not noticing, but I'm she noticing. Would, dude, she she said, went petty, man. She said, I feel bad saying that he has gained weight a little, but it's very evident and he <laughs> doesn't look the same at all. It's like, that is not subtle at all, miss. Uh, so they pack into her little car. Which is very fun to watch because he's six four. Yeah, and he's like a cat in a I bag. I just like literally heard clown music. Yeah, <laughs> packing it. Packing oh, Oh, one hundred percent. With all his shit and the luggage and the dogs and everything. Uh, I also couldn't help but feel like if the dogs were less floofy, then he would yeah. think it was hard. I wish the dogs the car. hated him, and he was having to sit. On a like with these dogs on his lap, they're just attacking him, and then his cat is like thrashing in the bag, and it was just hell for him <laughs> because he deserves it. Turns out her cat, Pepino. Oh, Pepino is her cat. That makes That's sense. That's what she kept saying because I was like, why would he name it Pepino? He's so white. Well, he know because sometimes he'll be Tim. like, actually, just so you know, my fiance Melissa, she lives in Colombia in Medellin, so you know. And she would say yeah, that I'm her job. Tim is not naming his fucking cat Pepino. Okay. That was not his name choice. You're not one of her Javis, Okay. You're not a close friend. And I know that means key in normal Spanish, but in Colombia, that means like close friends, <laughs> like your Javis. Those, those are like your close friends. Okay. So now pass me the arroz con pollo and let's get down. <laughs> oh, I want to eat Colombian food so bad, especially when they're having that arepa on the street. I do love me an arepa. Uh, anyway, he he acts like she he just really like wants grills him basically over his cheating. She's like, "So yeah. did you or did you not know you were gonna smash when you invited that hoe over?" Well, and the he way like, he was, oh. like, she was a coworker and like so like, therefore like we were just gonna hang out. As it people. was strictly trabajando at that point. Um, but just, then it, wasn't, it got a it little mojado down there. And oh, I honestly didn't know it was going to go know. down that way. I thought it was didn't just going to be a repas and hanging and out. And it was a lot of chupa, chupa, chupa. I thought you know. Pepino was just going to hang out with the both of us. He he tried, though, you know, when he's like, hey, they just came over. That's he's how so you always smash. Dumb. That's how you smash. You Men invite people so over. so bad at lying. And honestly, like, just, just own it. Stop. He, well, the funny thing is he's. He's been in enough therapy where I feel like he could just do the right thing and be like, honestly, I don't have anything to say aside from I completely failed you um, and gave gave into something terrible. Like, I don't I shouldn't actually even expect you to take me back. Um, But if you do, I will actually I will try to do better. But, you know, I don't know. I just I've apologized and now I don't know what to do. I, I didn't expect to do the smash with a coworker. Uh, I have to say that the problem in that whole discussion and I saw where it was going like south is when instead of just sticking to the original thing that he said, which was, hey, my Lisa, um, why did I fuck this girl? Oh, because I had physical needs that I didn't ignore. 
Mm-hmm. That is truly enough of an answer. That's you true, don't yeah. need to keep running around and being like, and then trying to turn it around. That's when I was like, oh, bro, what are yeah. you doing? Because he just, was just you like, fucked up. Take the L. Yeah, but just say thing- you fucked up. and Because she's like, oh, interesting. So you did think about the fact that we were engaged and blah, 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 but blah. See- and you still decided to. Stop, bro. Stop and just say, look, this isn't a good reason. Okay? I was weak. I fucked somebody because I just wanted a physical relationship with somebody. And I should have brought up if I, if we weren't going to be monogamous, I should have brought that up beforehand. I didn't. I should have said, hey, the distance is hard on me. And like maybe we can't, we should just agree to see other people while we're apart. Yep. I didn't do any of that. I took away your choice to hook up with anybody or to see this relationship as anything else. And I instead got to fuck around. He didn't fucking say the right thing. He never said the actual truthful thing of like, I wasn't sure if I could be faithful. I didn't know if I wanted to be monogamous. Why don't dudes say that? Uh, Well, because he's not able to, you know, really face the music like that. He's just he not, just said know. like the most bitch ass thing where he was like, oh, I was afraid to tell you the truth because this Cause is how you you're reacting. Nah, shut up. And then Don't. But the, she also, though, like if you're gonna look, Melissa, if he ain't shit, then treat him like he ain't shit and keep it moving, you know, on, on some level. Like it doesn't if I because I don't think he's worthy. Uh, But if you want to do that, like then that's your prerogative to do so. But I, I feel like she she kept asking because I think she's she was unable to tell him what she needed to hear from him. So it turns into this like, let's just I'm going to keep making you replay why you cheated on me because he was sort of like, we've I've said this a lot, but I think she he continues to do it because I think she may want to hear something of more substance, but isn't able to communicate. So it just turns into this like merry-go-round because I think she wants I that's why I was like, I think she wants to hear or the thing that he maybe should have said was something more to the effect of being like owning completely his failure. And that's what it is rather than being like, I didn't know, you know, and it was like tough and like, I love you now. And like, I never do that. Ugh. But the thing is, is she can't tell him what she wants to hear, because if you tell someone what you want to hear and then they say it back to you, that's not what you wanted. Right, but what I'm You're saying is never she, gonna get it. What yeah. she wants is for him to like honestly actually look at his actions and to say, Hey, I don't have a great reason for why I cheated on you. I mean, it is a good reason, which is that I physically had needs that weren't being fulfilled. But what instead of being an honest man and telling you that and giving you a chance to also have your physical needs f- fulfilled, I took that choice away from you and I cheated on you and got my needs taken care of at the expense of your emotions. Right. And that's well, not anything that he fucking did or was capable of doing, even though this motherfucker is in therapy. I think at the very least, right, it's it's not that you have to say, this is what I need to hear you say these this like list of words exactly, but it's more to the effect of, I think what she feels is, all everything you're saying feels very hollow and empty. It doesn't feel like you actually understand why this is the kind of transgression that feels completely out of bounds. And because of that, I'm not really able to trust you. That's how she feels. Like I that's she honestly that's not why she's still kind of like I don't know about this guy because she look just the same way we look at him it's like what I don't know what has this dude really learned? Like he's learned how to describe his emotions, but has he actually is he able to fully grasp what's wrong and I should be like 
look, I to me, the sequence is you cheat, you say you're sorry, and then if you're really sorry and you never do it again, then you can forget about it and then go on with your life, and then that's what it could be rather than having like a true reckoning with himself or whatever. But I guess we'll see... And you know, one thing that I was just like thinking of when you said that, that totally resonated with me is like frequently dudes don't know that you don't, you're not asking them to grovel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when a dude goes like, what else do you want from me? Like God already said I was sorry. Right. If a girl is still talking to you about it, it means that you didn't actually adequately apologize. You said some shit like, I'm sorry if you felt hurt. No. That's not an apology. It's I you, hurt you. I hurt you. Exactly. I violated your trust. I'm Unless fucked up. You I'm sorry. Take the responsibility on yourself. That's not an apology. Yeah. So that's what like I think if there's a lesson here. When you say I'm sorry, say I'm sorry for doing this, this, and this. This is how I'm gonna make it better. Otherwise, people don't buy the apology that much because yeah. They feel like all you're doing is trying to get them off your back by just being like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, is the, are we cool now? Yeah. Can we? All right. So, like, can I get head? Exactly. Like, you gonna fucking give me. Can dumb? I get head? What are we doing, though? Like, low key. Like, like low key. Okay. It, you I'm don't even joking, have to look like, me in the key, eyes if you want to let me hit it from the back. Yeah. Like, don't, you don't have to look me in the eyes. You know what and I mean? And you know, that's not mad. like my favorite. Cause like, I like to respect you and like look at like your ass going up and down in reverse cowgirl, not just like doggy style. So yeah, cause, I respect cause, like, you. The, we're, the art. Cause we're soulmates. So, you know. Anyway. So you crazy bread. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And uh, live all the way from Cancelvania, Korea. It is the one and only Jihoo. I think you mean Korea, Sylvania. Oh, well, no, we have to still keep Cancelvania branded. We don't, we can't. Just with some of the IP stuff. No, but look, with. when when Pony goes there, it's Horselvania. When Jihoon goes there, it's Kareelsylvania. Or Hungulvania. What's for, Hungulvania? Uh, Korea, in Korean. Oh. Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Hangul. Hangul. Mm-hmm. That's not even close to Korea. No. Where do people get off calling it Korea? Oh, How look did into that the, happen? Oh, there's a very dark history that involves Japan and Korea. Oh, boy. Buckle up for some tragic shit. I'm Googling that shit because I'd like to know. Um, so in this 
specific instance of a Korean relationship. Uh, this couple is completely done. We know this. I don't think it's going to, there's no place for it to go except down and in flames and a smoking pile of shit. Um, but we do get a, a quick moment that made me so nostalgic to be in Asia when they walked through the market. And I was just like, I was oh salivating God, for that shit. Take me back. I need to be in Asia. Um, yeah, they just check out all the sights and sounds, the fish, the fruit, the food, everything. And and Devin was out here uh, ordering in Korean. She was doing her thing. Uh, get, got, got Dracula some fish because she wanted some fish to take home. I don't know if it was even to eat. Like not even like live goldfish type shit. Like from no, the no, no. Fishmonger. I think it was for eating. They were having yeah fish from for the dinner. fishmonger. Like fish. Like she was like, "Yep, I want." Dracula those. wanted to see them murdered, and that confirms everything we've always known about. Well, her. they were already dead. Maybe she's she just a creature to see the of gore. the night. No, no, no. Yeah. They, they were already dead, but she wanted to see the them disemboweled. Yes. Yeah. Total Dracula oh, move. Wow. Total Dracula. move. She really is like Drusilla. Um, she really from is Buffy. Be be thy name. Hmm. And who will be her spike? You know? Maybe he's, uh, he's a there. little boy that also has a trash-ass father that lives in Korea. <laughs> so they go, uh, you know, they have some sit-down food, too. Alicia, the mom, is there where everything is just a hassle for her. Because, like, what is this place? I don't understand. What is that? Who is that? What does that mean? Why is that? What is that? A fish? An octopus? Uh, they can't communicate because normally they have Jihoon around, so she's a little bit like overwhelmed. But you know they figure it out, and they're kind of like weirded out by the food. It all looked fine. The kimchi was too spicy for little Dracula. Oh, I'm so no, but sorry. she tried it, which is really cool. Because I think little kids don't try like adventurous stuff like that frequently. Yeah. But um, I think that I wanted to know what the bugs tasted like, but they didn't even make an effort to taste them. And I also wanted to know what kind of bugs they were, but I also didn't know that. But they look crunchy. Like, yeah, I mean. I love our, crunchy. They look seasoned. I was salivating because I was so hungry when and I was And the chicken it. feet look pretty good, too, I'll be honest. All that to say is I just, we, we need to go to like an Asian market or have a potluck or something. Oh, there's uh i miss going to the um asian market in the san gabriel valley mm. we would go and have mm. like really fucking dope um what's the word i'm looking for dim sum no banchan no i don't know szechuan food ah go get some szechuan food spicy and go yes get you some spice yeah i love it um so then it's time for a showdown. This whole their whole segment wraps up because Devin is essentially like, I don't know what the I need to figure out what the fuck Ji Hoon was doing, like why his mom was getting all his money, plus like why he's such a shitty scammer and sucks as a person. So I guess his parents are really gonna have the only answers for me on that. So they meet up at a restaurant and it's very tense and cold. Like his mom is not one of the most it. awkward scenes ever in the history of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, like in the most cringe, like because it just feels so emotionally awkward. It's not that like it's funny. You're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. The stakes are so high. No one's understanding each other. She's like the stakes are high and that translator app is fucking up so badly that like I would laugh, but it's honestly so bad that I had no joy from it. Yeah, it was only pain and cringing 
And I really so badly just wanted these people to understand each other even a little bit to where there was communication to, oh, uh, the reason he had the money funnel to his mom is because he didn't want to trust himself not to blow it on bullshit. So Mm -hmm. she has been keeping it for the two of them. So now, you know, he can take that money out and help with whatever they need. That was not said. No. Instead, there's a whole bunch of misunderstanding. It's like, I will waste my money yet again. It's like, dude, what? the translator app said shit like birds and whatever in the middle of it. What was the like, one where he was like, I'm sorry I deceived you. It's like the bridegroom will steal the moon. And you're yeah. like, huh? That is literally what like, the it was. Some shit was. Like I, was that. Like, I was like, oh, no, this is all bad. I was like, it's hard enough to make it with somebody when you both speak the same language, much less when one of you thinks the other person said the bridegroom will steal the moon. Yeah. Once again. Uh yeah, and the and then on the other side, they're not able to under, understand where she's coming from. His dad is like so humiliated and ashamed, actually, because of like everything that's transpired. Because I think for him now, he's seeing ev- truly from both sides and what the situation actually is. And he was like, "I'm sorry for failing to send money after the child was born. Like that is our failure." And like some of that stuff got through, but. I mean, a part of that got through and then um, Devin tried to be like, look, I don't blame you guys at all. It's on Jihoon. He's supposed to take care of this. The responsibility isn't with you. But then it didn't get carried through and like past that to the point where um, she misinterpreted the mother's laughter as taking the whole thing as a joke. And like that is not what was happening happening in, in the least and then wait so why he, did she laugh it, it it was totally part of a different thing it was like a nervous kind of a laugh and it wasn't really it wasn't laughing at the situation in any way oh and then, i don't know i kind of got that feeling that she was she scoffed at that remark because that translation came through of like fi- like finally you have fi- like ruined my life was like the thing that came no no out. no but the reason that she was laughing at how dramatic that sounded was because she didn't know that all of the things right before that got mistranslated which was she didn't know that uh she didn't know that the money was getting set aside for her because she literally said right i mean pretty soon before that she was saying to jihoon she said um tell her that the money was being sent set aside so that when she came over here uh we could give it to her but he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. So basically, she doesn't know that she's mm-hmm. getting the she's not getting the information. So then when Devin started being like, oh, it seems like everyone's yelling at me. But instead, it wasn't that anybody was yelling. It's that everybody was getting frustrated with the app and especially Jihoon. Yeah. And I think she was like, this is really overwhelming and fucked up. And I feel like it's antagonistic and I'm the only person that doesn't know what's, what, what's being spoken. Mm-hmm. So I understand getting overwhelmed and leaving, but I don't think the mom was trying to like shade her in any way. I think the translation was so bad between the two of them and with the app that it was okay. just like, this is a, uh, this is a bad, bad, bad. I pers- I think based on how his mom reacted when Devin arrived and the dad said, stand up. And she was like, fuck that. Um, I just like out of like, you know, Asian culture, you would have stood up out of respect because the like the mother of your grandchild is there. That's why he stood up to like risk. Like she's they're receiving her. 
And so she should have stood up, um, like just, you know, as a courtesy. That wouldn't normally happen. But her attitude towards it was, she's like, no, nah, fuck out of here. She's like, don't shut up. She's like, why do I, why do I need to stand? I could, that to me signaled, oh, she's coming into this very irritated about the entire situation. Because remember last time we were kind of trying to figure out like how, where she was landing on how she viewed Jihoon's actions too. She was tough loving that dude. Yeah. And, but then there were times like in the beginning, she sort of went all in. So I I was still trying to figure her out. And then when, but then I began to see how similar her and Jihoon are, like where she begins to wear her emotions on her, like out, like just very quickly, she will show you how she's feeling and gets very frustrated very quickly and starts like, you know, sucking her teeth, looking off and shit like that, getting really, you know, flustered, just like Jihoon. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like I, there, I see a similarity there. So I don't think, I think she has a very defeatist attitude towards Devin. She's sort of like, man, like, let her do whatever the fuck she's going to do. Like, and if she wants to go, then fuck her. And if she wants to stay, then okay. But like, I don't think she's sort of, I don't think she has the same motivation to be like, we should do what we can because we need to like make sure that they stay together and this is what we need. I think the dad feels like that. I think his mom is just over it. I think you could totally have more of an insight to this uh, in terms of like being like, this is Asian culture and this is like, deliberate disrespect because the way i read it is she was just like she doesn't know that i need to get up like i'm older i'm fucking sitting on the floor i'm not gonna get up she doesn't fucking know cool i can say uh hello from down here don't tell me what to do yeah yeah and i don't know if it's it's i don't know if it was translation from japanese to korean but i know if i'm at like a restaurant like that and we have family coming in and people arrive like i would stand up like you just stand up like it's not like hey what's up have a seat it's like oh hey 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 even I if hear you're just you, but i guess if someone room. is like on the floor i just i'm like she's fucking she doesn't have to get up yeah but maybe i'm, I'm well hey not, you know we'll see look this is we this don't is know. the beauty of the show you know we'll never know the truth and we'll just speculate wildly it's uh, true okay so let's move on to kenny and armando um and this was you know there's less uh, this was less irritating than the last uh time when he was just like what is this place who is that what am i eating old fucking rat shit what is this milk gone bad this was a little bit you know they're they're walking through sort town. of i'm yeah. still unhappy i guess with this. It, it is it is a little yes it's still upsetting because ultimately the whole th- thrust of this entire episode is you know they're walking around they're in public kenny wants to be affectionate in public um and armando is not comfortable yet all because he is just new he is not he has not been out for that long and And not just that he is from fucking mexico and he knows that it's not as cool here so when kenny has this like super chill attitude of oh it's all gonna work out like what's the worst that can happen they're gonna call us a name it's like no the worst that's gonna happen is they're gonna murder you do you not understand the fear is for your safety, your safety and his safety? It made me so upset to see this over and over again where like he's trying to force Armando to do something that Armando truly believes endangers the two of them. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, Kenny's very much like, yo, fuck the haters. I've been doing this for too long to be to be scared of some homophobes. But that's when Armando's like. Bruh, you've been out longer than I've been alive. Yeah, and you've been out for 20 years in or over 20 years in fucking America. Yeah, it's a a much different game. 
But, you know, that's just sort of, he's trying to figure, I was like, I, I get it, but Kenny's still, that's where he's still showing, like, he's got this, well, that's not how I do things where I'm from. And you're like, yeah, because you're in a new country, a new culture now. Welcome. Begin to understand where you are and <laughs> figure out how to operate within that. This is honestly almost as bad as not being into Mexican food in fucking Mexico. Yeah, that's because true. I, I mean, it's just like the fact that you're not trusting your partner who is actually from the fucking country that you just moved into to to guide you on what's safe and what's not. And it's also your first time out walking or whatever in the fucking neighborhood. Can you give it a minute to when and just you let him are go for sure you're not going to get murdered? He has a daughter to raise. Maybe instead of blaming him and being like, I can't go back in the closet. I can't go back in the closet just because you, you're not out completely. Think about the fact that he is a father to a child that he has to raise in this community. Mm-hmm. So he's not even going to be just endangering himself or you. He's going to yeah. be endangering his fucking daughter. So chill your fucking engines. And yeah, whatever Kenny's perceived threat level is, I think is it, it's it's irrelevant because at the end of the day, you just have to respect the pace at which your partner wants to move. It doesn't negate that the two of you are in love with each other, that you want to have a life together. But in this narrow context of... Can we do we have to make out in the street or hold hands and do shit like that and have PDA? I'm not. It's just it's a different game. Like in our house, man, we are, it's on. But you know, it's just unfortunately that's just how we have to move. Or I'm that's just how I feel. So please just respect that. Just respect him. And yeah, respect him and and trust his instincts because. Yeah. I well, think he's just thinking he, about himself. He's just being so selfish. Yeah, it's very selfish. And I think it's like a particular kind of privilege that worries me a little bit about a little bit about um, who and where they are and uh, their positions in their relationship is that like it worries me a little bit that he doesn't take what Armando is saying seriously, even mm. though Armando is from this cu- culture and, and this country, and this is where he's moving to to make his home, mm. and that he took what Armando was saying about their safety as something that was somehow a reflection on him. And mm. Armando even was like, "Oh, I can see he, you know, he took it as a rejection of him." Yeah. And I mean, that kind of drove me crazy. This dude cooked you a giant feast when you moved there. He's like, he's he came out to his family. He moved his daughter to raise like her with you. Like, what else do you need? And all you needed to know to, to make do, out in public in front of Jesus. Yeah, and also it was to me like totally a power move. Being like, will you kiss me in front of Jesus? Yeah, it's like smite yeah. your God in front of me. Ow. Meow. Meow. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. 
for fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. Uh, and this is uh, really nothing. Head on, heading on out on a quick note. Brittany and Yazan. Uh, we get to meet his uncle. Last episode, he's like, my uncle. He may hold the key to helping my family understand what's going on between us, and that you know we need some time to get this right. Um, and so, we, dude, his uncle Ibrahim, when they like do his little establishing shot, shot he's like fucking flicking the cigarette with his like little kangol on. He looks like a fucking jazz musician. He's like, it was hello, so funny. I'm cool guy. Yeah, he was like, hey man, what's up? What's up, nephew? It's me, Ibrahim. Hold on, I'm just I'm just about to finish a set with these cats. They came all the way from Harlem. Like it was fantastic. Um, so. It seems like, you know, his as Yazan describes him, Ibrahim is like the very wise uncle who's like a little bit more refined, a little more worldly, not so rigid in his worldview. Um, and also because of that, like because he's also respected and of an older generation can possibly get to his dad and mom or whatever. Um, but it was, it was interesting to hear that conversation go like kind of. He was like, okay, and what's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly like the wise man, like in the in the hookah bar. Uh, and then it was just like, he was like, look, man, like if first off, like Islam forbids converting people who do not want to be, you know, part of the religion. So like that yep, cannot yep. happen. So like she has to want to do this shit. So yeah, like I understand, like you don't want to add to your point. Cause Yazan was like, I don't want to just make her convert. Cause it's like, I'm trying, like the second I do that shit pops off in the bad way. And she says, she says, she says she's open to learning more and possibly convert. But I think we both know and the K ones know that's not happening uh, because Ibrahim's point is, but like, he's like, but the deal is if she converts, she's got to know what time it is. She's going to have to do a lot of things differently. Like, and that's part of it. But that's why like, she needs she's to know what it is. She's got to give up her job. She's got to give up so much stuff. The way she dresses, yeah, all of that mm-hmm. is like is on the table now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens between the. Also, this is the- another one of those cases where it's fucked up to be there in a meeting where you're not getting proper translating. Yeah, yeah. Like I always feel so sorry. And then it makes me think about like, huh, whenever my husband hangs out with me and my family. This is why we need, yo, K-1s, (laughs) K-1s, if you speak the languages on the show, start fucking subtitle checking for us. You know what I mean? Translation checking for us. What are they missing? You know, is there nuances that we're missing? You know, I'm sure there are little things because languages aren't always one-to-one translations. Like the way we we try and create the parallel expressions between like English and other languages is typically misses the mark. So please let's use our international power to make this a better show. It's already the number one rated show um, of all <laughs> podcasts. It's actually the most downloaded show of all time. People Joe Rogan actually tried to come on and we were like, I'm sorry, bro. We'd- Who? Yeah, I know. That's what I said to him. Honestly, was that that I man doing really burpees in my front yard? I don't know. I was like, were you well, I'm sorry fear to that factor? Man. I don't know who he is. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Brittany Yazan, fine. Like, whatever. We already know it's going to end awful because she's just the, the only way it works is if Yazan leaves Islam. It's That's a bad match. 
That's the only potential where, He's like, you can let go that. of He's all it, but it's not going to happen. Family no. for her. That's ridiculous. Do you think he um, does like, uh, like, est- like esthetician treatments for his eyebrows? Okay, yes, he definitely gets them waxed. Right, because I'm like them shits is too. Them shits threaded is threaded or waxed for sure because you Bless don't get them. lines like that from. No, from I was half the time I was nature. like, what the fuck. This motherfucker got the he put his creative player with lashes on six thousand, and eyebrows and hair. Motherfuck, man, His that hair, hair is and the luscious. beard. Man, I can't wait till that fucking science can too. give. I've I cannot I cannot grow a beard as it stands. I look like a out of work pirate, um, and. I need my hairline back. So what I want is science. I'm going to bring a photo of Yazan when it comes. I'm like, I need <laughs> this. But make the hair a little more wavy, please. Make uh, me live like Yazan. <laughs> uh, anything else that you wanted to add about this wonderful couple? or Nah. Is that about that? Yeah. All right. That's it. Well... Um, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, stay, stick around. Uh, we will probably be announcing a live stream in the coming weeks as we dial that in. Please send us uh, suggestions, what you'd like to hear us talk about, if you want us to maybe just watch something when it's airing. Probably not the show when it's on. I'm just telling you that right now because, oh, that's going to cut into our podcast business. And we are already t- doing battle with 90 Day Gays uh, for the number one spot. <laughs> So we got to keep those takes, you know, reserved for the podcast downloads. It already has been verified. Yep, this is the most downloaded show uh, as of right now um, on Earth. So congrats, <laughs> Sophia. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, congrats to you, Miles. I mean, it, it, were it not for us realizing, you know, and I, this is a bit of a an acceptance speech, um, and I just... So I'm going to take a second to just give myself my own roses right now. But um, if it weren't for us realizing that we both were idiots who like the same garbage TV to escape, we wouldn't have changed the direction of an entire nation. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) I never even thought about it like that. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, And with that, I will. Shut the fuck up! Okay. Oh, whoop, whoop. So, <laughs> got out of control. Please never, never shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please never shut the fuck up. Really Please, Juicy J. Yeah, um, I cannot. One thing you know about Juicy J, uh, you say no to drugs, Juicy J can't. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you say you say no to drugs, Juicy J can't. Can't. Uh, all right. Thank you, uh, everybody. You can catch uh, the show at 420dayfiance on Twitter and Instagram. Also, 420day, or what is it? www.com.com. Twitch.com.tv. It's twitch.tv slash 420dayfiance. That's where you'll be able to catch live streams and shit like that. Um, and yeah, you can find me, uh, Sophia Alexandra at the Sophia on Twitter and Instagram, uh, S O F I Y A. And also my other podcast, private parts unknown with my co-host Courtney Kosak. Check that out. And also, you know, I already know what time it is. You heard about the daddy issues. You heard the opening of the show. You realize the analog for Trent is our own fathers. We don't know. We thought this was good enough to get your praise and it wasn't you piece of shit. No, I will keep this in my heart the whole time. Uh, check out my comedy album, Father's Day. Uh, you get a big kick out of it. It's really dope, actually. Don't fool yourself. 
Um, and also, you should leave a rating and review for 420 Day Fiance mm-hmm. on uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. And you should follow me, Miles Gray, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And you should listen to me every day on my other podcast, oh. The Daily Zeitgeist. Wow. With Jack O'Brien. Um, you know, uh, 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, get that iHeartRadio app or get another app. But just make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell your mother. Actually, get your moms to listen. Get your mothers to listen to this show. I, I'm telling you, next time they're going to love the ass-eating bits when Jenny and Sumit end up. And it's going to be just, oh, no. <laughs> Sumit. Sumit. Jenny, I, I do have the divorce papers. God, are you gonna need them to? Uh, uh, never mind. They are uh, up my butt. Oh, pff. I'm so great, sorry. Great next level humor. Um, wow, <laughs> that's why they download the show. All right, y'all. Till then, take care. Bye. Twenty day fiance. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto. ¿Viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hi, I'm Chelsea Clinton, host of the podcast In Fact, where we look at why public health matters, especially now. COVID-19 isn't the only public health crisis we faced. It's not even the only one we're facing right now. So what can we learn from other public health issues and how can we do better? Each week on In Fact, I sit down with experts, activists, and a few surprise guests to help us understand how public health affects us all. We'll hear from Jane Fonda about getting arrested to raise awareness about climate change. Planned Parenthood's Alexis McGill-Johnson about what happens when a public health issue becomes a political football. And Queer Eye's Jonathan Van Ness about how damaging stigma can be. The day that I found out I was positive in the state of Missouri, I had to sign a piece of paper that said that I was a bioterrorist if I ever knowingly spread the disease. So please join me. Listen to In Fact on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.